Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patea, the show we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information and advice. And today, I'm at what is arguably one of the best restaurants in Patea. Joining me is Pascal. Pascal, welcome to the show. Good morning. Trevor. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's been Thank a pleasure to be you. here. Uh, we're here at Casa Pascal, and if you look now, you'll see we're opposite the Avani, and we just turn into here, and honestly, you will. What a place you've got. What a place. Well, He's thank speechless. You. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't been here, guys, have a look. I will put the link to their Facebook and everything in the website down in the description of the video be, uh, below. But have a look at that. But before we showcase what is one of the best restaurants here, and you've done an incredible job, let's talk about yourself. When did you first come to Thailand, Pascal? First time we came to Thailand in 93. That was actually our 93. wedding, our honeymoon oh, okay. trip. Yeah. To, we came to Pattaya for our honeymoon, yeah. But working, first time working at Walsa uh, in 96, I was sent by my employer from Hong Kong. Right. Yes. So you came in 96. What were you doing when you were sent here? Were you, were you in the restaurant business then? I was sent as a support for the Lufthansa airline oh, wow. catering services at the Don Mueang Airport okay. in Bangkok. So I had to help them to do some presentations for international airlines. Okay, yeah. so you came over here working, uh, as you say, with Lufthansa. Then when you decided that that was enough, what made you get into the restaurant business here? Because it's a, it's a very, very difficult business. I yes, mean, right, it's difficult. We were in Hong Kong five, six years, and after the handover, things um, went down. Uh, Hong Kong went back to China, and yeah. subsequently, the job market was very difficult, so I was looking for another job mm -hmm. in, in anywhere I could find a job. Basically, my contract was no more extended. So, And Thailand was on the rise due yeah. to the bot devaluation. It became very attractive. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, I got a job offered at the Dusitani Hotel as an executive chef. Okay. So you was a Dusit executive chef. And now we've got Casa Pascal. Casa is Spanish for castle. Uh, no, not exactly damn, a castle, it's just a, <laughs> oh, a cottage or a, was it? I was trying to show a humble home, like, humble house. multilingual skills, yes. castle, I thought it was castle. But once it's castle, it can become a yeah, castle, okay. maybe. So, when you, when, what made you decide to open up your very own restaurant? When I was the executive chef, I went out sometimes for eating, for having a meal on mm -hmm. my day off. And I thought the, the possibility is very, very uh, narrow. The chances to have a nice meal is not very widespread mm. at that time. You know, that was in, in 99. 99. Yes. So you opened here in 99? In 2001. 2001. Yeah, and then my wife and I had the idea we do open our own restaurant here. Mm. So that's what And happened. was it this place? It's this place. So you've been here, what, 23 years? Right, nearly. right. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yes. Now, the thing is, what I like most about what you've got here, and it's really impressive, guys, you know, trust me on this, come down, you are in for an experience, is you haven't just gone to the run-of-the-mill normal sort of restaurants over here. You've gone to fine dining, and you've delivered some incredibly high standard of food. In terms of, like, your thought process, why did you go for that route rather than think, well, you know, we can just, like, make normal sort of food? Well, I've been, I've, I did my professional education and career in that field. Mm -hmm. So uh, I made my apprenticeship in one of the best hotels in Switzerland, worked in those kind of hotels right. in, in Switzerland, in Hong Kong, in Asia. So uh, to make a simple meal is, is not really very 
rare. It's very common to find a simple meal everywhere, anywhere in the mm -hmm. world. So I thought, okay, I, I stick to my my uh, to my Full genre, and, yeah. and and I do the. I don't want to say fine dining, but I like to produce a very good quality of food, mm. a very nicely presented, and that I think is something unique still everywhere. I must admit, I mean, obviously the time that you've been here says exactly what you've just said, because if it wasn't working, well, you wouldn't be here or you've had to change your thoughts or change your genre. Right. I mean, in terms of, of like, you say you don't like fine dining, but okay, let's call it like high-end food or, you know, much better than, like you say, the average normal meal. How much of a challenge has that been for you? It's a very, very big challenge. It's a 25 hours a day challenge to remain where we are, not mm. to go up. To, to go up is easy, to rise is easy. Mm. To maintain the level which you have reached, yeah. that is, that is <laughs> something interesting. Especially here in Southeast Asia, not only Thailand, I tell you, it's everywhere the same, the same yeah. challenges awaiting you. Philippines, Hong Kong, Singapore, Indonesia, Thailand, yes. Do you think that the reason that you've stayed at the level that you stayed at is because of your very, your, Pascal's very, um, you're very straight with your staff, aren't you? <laughs> yes. They know where you stand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is um, very diplomatic set. Yes, uh, we do, I do have a very specific uh, philosophy of, mm. of um, appreciating uh, the, the to find the things of the staff, but also to, to, to let them know that there is still always a chance to improve, you know. So mm. we do actually give a lot of good things to our staff. We give a lot of bony incentives. We let them, that means we let them know when they do something very good, mm -hmm. but I have absolutely no problem to let them <laughs> know the opposite. And, and this has led to uh, that we are here where we are now, and we have many staff there, they work with, with us already more than several years, more than 10 years. Some staff is already mm. aboard 20 years. Wow. So wow. that, I think, shows that um, mm. oh, yeah, they're very happy much here. So. Yes. I must admit, I do, I kind of giggle to myself because when you walk in, I see your staff going, he's here, he's here, he's here. Because <laughs> you are like, right, is that done? Is this done? Make sure that's done. You're very, yes, uh, and you're it, very direct, very straight. <laughs> it got to be like that. Yeah. It's a business. Yeah. It's a business. So before we talk about your breakfast, because I want to talk about the, the breakfast, you've, re, um, you've reopened doing breakfast now. But before we talk about that, let's just very briefly touch on your evening meals, because you do an incredible array of food. I mean, just talk to me about sort of the things that guys that come here can expect to see on the menu. In the evening? Yeah. For your oh, evening. yes. Well, we have imported fish, dorsal, Turbot. We do have imported steaks, all the famous cuts. We have foie gras, we have seasonal specialties like uh, right now we have the chanterelle mushrooms, last month we had the white asparagus, then this week on Friday we will start with the truffles. So I try to keep up with the season, well the season of Europe, mm -hmm. yeah, and um, provide all the specials which our customers also Asian customers, they know and they appreciate to eat that. So it's 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 a special food. It's not just um, the normal common things mm. like uh, schnitzel. But we have a schnitzel, a very big one. We are famous for that one as well. I've seen that. That's yeah. huge. So I try to I try to accommodate every uh, expectation here. Mm -hmm. 
the one, the person who likes some, something very fine and special, but also the person who is hungry. Okay, so that's a really good point you said there. It's, it's incredibly good food, but it's also generous portions. Yes. You know, you're not, you're not going to walk out thinking, oh, I need to go and get some more food because I'm hungry. You're going to walk out and think, wow, that was fantastic. Yes, that's, it should be like that, mm. I think, in, in basically every restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So a question for you then, Pascal, is you've got a really important person going to come here as a guest for evening meal. What would the dish off your menu, what dish off your menu would you provide them with? And you would st stand there and think, I know they're going to love that. What would be your, your signature dish that you'd give to that, that very important person? Ah, this is a very uh, hot question, a question Going which now. I get asked every evening. Oh, damn. What can you recommend? <laughs> what do you recommend? Okay. And this is, sorry, <laughs> this is the question I always hate. Oh, okay. <laughs> because one shall know him or herself mm -hmm. what she or he likes. So when I go in a restaurant, I have my expectations. My expectation would be crystal clear. If I would go in a German restaurant, well, what do I want? I want to have a, a nice pork knuckle. If I go in an Italian restaurant, well, either it's a very good spaghetti or a, a nice pizza. Mm -hmm. So in our restaurant, well, if they still need recommendation, of course, I would usually try to, to scan the person first. And, okay. uh, that usually goes very fast. Okay. Uh, if so somebody, what would I get? Burger and chips? <laughs> You would, you would get something which um, is stomach filling, which makes you happy in terms of quantity. Yeah. Because I look at the, at the person's posture and that tells me a lot, you know. So they you love to lot. eat, they love to eat, they love good portion. Then I would recommend, I would ask, are you hungry? Do you uh, like some fish or meat or... And then often it ends up that they are taking my, my schnitzel, the wagon I, wheel. I have to say, Pascal, that's the most polite way I've ever been called fat. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk to you about your breakfast because a lot of people that watch the channel, myself included, we're always looking out for a good breakfast. I know you've got plenty of like what we call English breakfasts out there to choose from. But the thing I like about here is the variety, the fact that it's freshly cooked in front of you. Um, you know, you've got an incredible array of, of options here in terms of the breakfast. I mean, talk to me about the breakfast. Where, does it, where did the idea come from? What, what's your thoughts about how this will progress moving forward? The idea comes from, we, has, we had a second restaurant in Jomti and the Poseidon, and there, that is a hotel restaurant, we had to provide breakfast for the hotel guests. So I did a, brief, a buffet there, and it was extremely popular for outsiders from the hotel. It was so popular that the hotel, restaurant was crowded every day, wow. and eventually the owner kicked me out. Oh, really? Well, he didn't kick me out. He said, Pascal, I understand you need to make a living because I want my rent, but Pascal is getting too much people here. <laughs> if you want, it's time for you to move out now. I think he might want you back <laughs> <in> now. <laughs> so uh, then we moved out there, and um, I said, okay, we continue the breakfast buffet here in, mm -hmm. in this restaurant because at that time we had open for lunch, but only for a la carte lunch service. And we did the breakfast buffet here, and it was very popular, very successful in terms of, of popularity, mm. in terms of marketing. And this was actually one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why we did it at such a low price always, because I, I said to myself, that's the best marketing tool. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of guests, a lot of guests, but uh, here was not, uh, it was mm. not really interesting. But mm -hmm. marketing-wise, it was very clever. And now we are doing this, we keep going. Um, 
unfortunately now costs have risen in Thailand over the last 24 months and uh, it's very difficult to keep up with the costs so we had to increase the price a few times uh, some customers understand some don't unfortunately mm. Mm. I do admit it's cheaper it's, it's, it's uh, easy to find a, a breakfast outside a single plate breakfast or a set yeah. uh, you might get this at half the price half the cost of our uh, offerings but one shall not forget we have unlimited food mm -hmm. we have a very big variety and we have unlimited drinks and i think our quality is very good and also we have air conditioned everywhere and it's it's, mm. it's a nice clean setup and environment here i think one of the things that i like about the breakfast is that you can build your own breakfast um, you know when you go outside you've got the chef there cooking the food freshly in front of you you can say right i want three of these sausages i want right. two of that i want some bacon i want some steak whatever you, whatever you want to build yes. into your breakfast and i think that's really important because sometimes when i go for breakfast don't get me wrong, the food's lovely, but there are certain things on there I probably didn't really want or I wouldn't have chosen had I had the choice. But here, I mean, you've got all the buffet as well as there's the freshly cooked steaks and the freshly cooked food. I think that's a really good concept. Yes, yes, sure. It, it pleases a lot of people. It's international. It's welcome among Asians and um, Westerners. Mm. Yes. And I must say, what a selection of bread you have. That's one of the questions I get asked a lot is where can I get a really good selection of different breads? And the bread rack over there, I mean, where do you find, where do you find the, uh, the thought process about what breads to put on display? Because there's so many available. Yeah, the, the breads are actually, for many guests, a very substantial, very important part. Mm. So with the breads, it's the same like with the meats. Not everybody likes to have a tenderloin. Mm -hmm. So with the bread, it's the same. Some they like multigrain, some they like grainy bread, some they want to have the crust outside. The crust, some they want to have the crust dark, some they don't want to have the crust dark, got to be white, and so on. So that's why I have so many different kind of breads. So a bread's a headache for me? <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It is. Yes. So as, a, as an extremely highly trained chef and someone that's run an extremely well-presented restaurant with quality food, I've got to ask you one question. I've got to bring you down to my level now. Beans and an egg, should they touch or should they be separate? It's a massive debate, honestly, on the channel, People say, oh, you can't have beans touching your egg. And some say, oh, it doesn't matter. What, what would you do? Well, me personally, if I, <laughs> that's an interesting question. I, I really never thought about that. <laughs> but I do agree there are certain food components. They, mm. It's not very clever, maybe, or mm -hmm. traditional if they touch each other. But for this to answer, I think it's very simple. They can touch. Okay. Because... Um, if you have a single plate of dish, mm -hmm. you want to have as much as food components, different food on the plate, and then the food items got to touch each other. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to have it touched, well, go to a five-star hotel and tell them I would like to have a this and this and this, but make mm -hmm. sure the beans is being served in a casserole separate, and then be willing to pay for that. There you are, see, so touching is permitted. You've heard it from Pascal. So in terms of breakfast, let's talk about what, what uh, different dishes do you have available aside from the freshly cooked meats? What, what else do you have for your breakfasts? We have four, five hot West, Western dishes, five hot Asian dishes. Then we have a salad bar with six different salads, Western salads and Thai salads. We have cold cuts, three different kinds of cold cuts. We have a pickled fish, home pickled fish. We have cheese. 
we have uh, appetizers, then we do have the uh, breakfast drinks like yogurt, cereals, uh, homemade jams, two, three varieties, maple syrup, the real syrup, uh, the, the honey, and all these things. Coffees? Is there, yeah, we have six different kind of coffees to choose from. Uh, there is a machine you can help yourself, cappuccino, whatever, chocolates, normal, espresso, and we have soft drinks like uh, the carbonated soft drinks, mm -hmm. Coke, soda, Fanta Sprite. We have milk, non-fat non milk we have, low-fat milk. Yeah. Fruit juices as well, I think. Yes, we have uh, fruit drinks. Yeah. Well, I don't call them fruit juices because the fruit juice for me is 100% fruit juice only. Oh, okay. And I know there are extremely, extremely many restaurants and hotels that say 100% fruit juice, but in the next rack, you see the gallons for macro. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't, you know. So okay. That's why I don't say it's fruit juice, I say it's fruit drinks. Okay. Because our is not 100% fruit juice because that would drive the price up right away another 200 baht. Wow, wow. Because fruits are so expensive. Mm. Well, that's very honest of you to say that. Yeah, of course. Yes. So at the time I'm making the video, uh, guys that are watching this now, what time do you open for breakfast? We open at 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay, and, and breakfast is available until? Until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. 2 o'clock, that's good. And every day? It's every day, except for Mondays we are closed. Okay, there you go. So guys, if you want to have a, a quality, and honestly, I can't say it enough times, it really is just very, very good quality here. Um, and like, you know, like Pascal says, at the end of the day, you've got to pay for what you want. You know, you can't go and buy a Ferrari for the, for the cost of a Ford Escort. You know, so you've got to... It, it might not be what you would think is your average, average, everyday breakfast fee, but it's extremely good. You've got to just come and have a look for one. Just have a look around and come and see for yourselves because it really is fantastic. So once you're not here, Pascal, once you're off and about doing things, when you walk into another restaurant, does the restaurant only go, oh, he's here, he's here. Do they, do they worry about you being critical? No, I don't think so because nowadays I go out very, very rarely. Mm. In the old days, we would go out often, Kim and I, and, or my associates, to look what others are doing. But then those days, I know some, some restaurateurs, they were, how should I say, yeah, they were very happy to see us. Some, mm -hmm. they were maybe not so happy. They felt like, oh, he's coming to, to look around this <laughs> way. But these days, I think hardly someone knows me. Okay. Uh, I think uh, nobody uh, knows us, which is good. Yeah. And so there is... No reason to be, uh, when we go out, I think, no, they don't know us, so mm. it's okay. Good, okay. Last question for you. You've been here many, many years. You know this city far better than I do. I've got somebody watching the channel that's never, ever been to Pattaya before, never been here, and he's gonna arrive. I'm gonna say, put your suitcase down there, sit down next to Pascal. What one piece of advice would you give him coming to the city? Well, enjoy it, but don't over enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you and are. Don't, don't buy something right away. Properties, you know, house or condo. That's Wait. a great shout. That's, 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 great. that's yeah. really, I think the biggest mistake people yeah. do, they buy very fast something. And that's yeah, something. I couldn't agree more. I had a guy yesterday who was just chatting to me and he said, oh, I'm going to come over, I'm going to buy. I said, don't buy rent. Just rent, have a look around first, get your bearings, get to see if that place that you thought was paradise is paradise or maybe you might want to consider moving somewhere different. But, exactly. Yeah, great advice, exactly. great advice. Yeah. 
Pascal, it's been a pleasure. Thank you Fair so well, thank much. Thank you very much for no, having me. Thank you thank so you. much. Guys, come down here. Casa Pascal, second road, is opposite the Avani. Um, I'll put all the details in the description below, so have a look down. Just Google, Google Casa, um, Casa Pascal, Google it on, the, on there. You'll get all their website pop up. Uh, I'll put everything in. up there on our Discord as well, so there's a page on Discord. Have a look on there, all the information's there. But guys, honestly, I can't recommend enough. Come down here, the food is great. And like I said earlier on, you can build your own. They cook it in front of you, and the choice is incredible. All right, that's it for me. That's it from Pascal. Thank you very much, E, for watching. Guys, as always, please remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Have a look on Discord. As I said before, there is a Casa Pascal page on Discord, so check it out there. There's a lot of information on there. And if you'd like to support the channel, there's a link to our members area on the website, buzzingpatia.com. Uh, have a look on the menu on the left-hand side there. All right, that's it from me. That's it from Pascal. Thank you very much, E, for watching, guys. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.